Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. In this fresh episode, Letters and Numbers, we are provoked to realize everything is in Christ. Nothing is outside of Him. And everything that we're ever going to need, we learn uh, in the foundational truth that it's all Christ. So listen in, and I pray that it will open you up uh, at new levels to continue in the knowledge of Him and be blessed to know the joy that comes from that. Take a listen. Love you all. Hey everybody, recently I released about four, maybe five people from the weekly discipleship that I've been uh, involved in with them, privileged to walk them into uh, over the last many months. So it was weekly mentoring over several months as they were giving God time uh, to do in them what He wanted to do. And it's such a privilege, and I am so glad to be a part of that. And right now, my specific assignment uh, allows for me to walk with pastors and their core leaders uh, and uh, be able to walk them into this personally. Because remember, Jesus said to the Pharisees, those who were experts in the Mosaic law, he said to them uh, in Luke 11.52, Uh, If you don't enter in for yourself, you take away the real key of knowledge. The real key of knowing is you've got to go in for yourself, and then you will no longer be hindering others. I mean, here's actually the way Jesus said it, is you have taken away, you experts in the law, you have taken away the key of knowledge because you didn't enter in for yourself. You've become a hindrance to those who were wanting to enter So it's clear that we're to be a doorway, uh, not only for others to be able to enter in uh, to the real knowledge of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, but we are a door for God to enter into history. So if you will, we're like a double door. We are an entryway. Uh, We are ambassadors, the word says. There are many different uh, word examples that we could give that show that, I know this may sound strange, but that we are a portal for God to enter into the earth and to enter into the hearts of people and for people to be able to be reconciled to him. Now, that's not me making much of us. That is God's way. God has determined that though he is God and he could do everything all by himself, and he has, but the way, if you will, that he's going to dispense that and to distribute that is through sons. So those that I've been working with are those who are lead sons, in particular nations, movements, organizations, that then God has been able to build a stronghold of his presence within them, and then they begin to let that begin to pour into Uh, those that they have influence with. Maybe that's the next tier of leadership. Maybe that's their entire church by building a true discipleship ministry, not a program, but to build a structure that others can enter into 
this living presence of God, the abiding work of the cross, that there is something he wants to be able to do in the lives of his people, but there has to be a way to enter into that. So as I've been walking with these um, over the last many months, I would say probably uh, there were about eight to ten that I, every Tuesday, uh, would be working with. And so just recently, four to five of those that seemed to all kind of converge together at the same time, they were exiting out of that initial work. Because my friends, the work goes on and on and on in us. We, we are never going to stop growing up. We are never going to stop maturing in the life of Christ, which brings us into the knowledge of the Father. Um, and so, uh, but there comes a point where in that process, that living process, uh, where I just know that they've come to a point where if we were to continue in that particular structure, that it would probably stunt their growth, not promote growth. So there comes a time where you pull up the stakes that have been holding that tree in place during the time of storm and rain and confusion and wind and all of that, and you pull those stakes up, Uh, because their root system has experientially become more rooted and grounded in Christ. And they have, by being staked to another disciple, uh, who was leading them to a greater dependency upon the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, not staked to you or to me uh, in a way that created a dependency on us, but that allowed for them to hear him and to know him, to choose him as life and to live experientially with him day in and day out. So that's the point that we reached. And so as I pulled up those stakes uh, and said, I think, you know, that our time of meeting weekly, uh, that it's time to shift into um, much more, Uh, lifestyle, free flow, relational mentoring and discipleship as we just simply walk together as people in the body of Christ as God has, you know, determined it. So one of the things that I said to them in the midst of those uh, exit sessions uh, recently uh, was I said, now let's be clear, though we've spent months together, this is basically (laughs) your graduating from a very intense kindergarten. <laughs> and we all laughed, you know, because one of the things that we've got to understand is if if our life is about coming more and more into the knowledge of him, as Paul would say, into the progressive, more intimate uh, understanding of the wonders of his person, who he is, and being sons to him, a bride to Christ, a temple to the Holy Spirit. Because remember, Those are not gender words. Those are words that are attempting to express the intensity and the closeness that they desire. That's why they made you one with them. That's why they call us um, deeper and deeper into an abiding dependency. And so I said that we will live as who we are to them, and we will never come to the end of the knowledge of God, of knowing Him. I mean, remember when everything is flying wild. Remember, my friends, that knowing him is the number one priority. 
The number one priority of real true discipleship, Jesus said, I'm here to get you back to the Father. I'm here to lead you to Him, to the One, right? And so Jesus is the way to the Father. Holy Spirit's called the promise of the Father. Of course, the Father wants to draw your attention to Jesus, and Holy Spirit wants to make it all possible, right? But when I said to um, these folks, uh, this is, we, we've not come to the end of something. We're really stepping over the threshold into the next depths of life with him and, and potentially with each other. Uh, it's like an, uh, we've been in an intense kindergarten uh, because we may think we know something, but the further we go, the more we realize, <laughs> no, I, I don't think I really know that much. But the letters and numbers that we need to learn uh, to be able to do any higher level thinking, writing, calculating, anything. Where do we learn all of those numbers and letters? We learn those in kindergarten. So we've been learning and living and allowing Holy Spirit to experientially make the one who is our foundation, Jesus Christ. Uh, he's been bringing us to him. There has to be an exposure and then the renouncing of the self-life, that independence, a reliance upon flesh, all of that, so that we can embrace Christ literally as our life. That he's put his life, his nature, his mind, everything that's of him, he's put in us, in our spirit man, the new man, that we might live now unto the Father, empowered by Holy Spirit, just like Jesus did, to for me to live as Christ. And it's not that I'm just this empty vessel that Jesus is going to live through. No, Jesus said, look, I've lived my life so that now I could give it to you, so that now you could live unto the Father. Remember, the Father has Jesus. Jesus came so he could have you, the you that he made. So what I mean by uh, letters and numbers is that we don't ever want to think that we've finally conquered you know, all knowledge. My friends, we're not going to conquer the knowledge of God. That is going to be ever-expanding, ever-increasing, always in discovery mode of Him and His ways and His thoughts. Because they are, are they not, becoming our ways and our thoughts? Um, and so in the foundation of Jesus is everything you'll ever need to live, move, have your being in Him. Anything you're ever going to need to know, it's Christ. So he's the foundation, all the letters and numbers, right? So in kindergarten, you learned all your letters and you learned your numbers. And then the rest of your education has been allowing those letters and numbers and what they led to, to become more and more developed within you. But the foundational blocks of your education were in those early, early years. And then you built upon that. And the same is true with Christ. You can read all of that in 1 Corinthians 3, starting at roughly about verse 10, in the Amplified Classic where Paul says, uh, Jesus is the foundation, capital F, the word. Because everything in our faith is a person. My foundation is not the concrete that I stand on or the stone uh, floor of the church building. 
I stand upon the foundation of everything, which is Christ himself, and he is in me and I am in him, and God isn't doing anything separate in me from Christ. This is a profound thought that we must, we must revisit as often as possible. So here goes my personal brand of repetition. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Life-giving words that you're not attempting to get anything from God separate from Christ, are you? To say, thank you, God, for saving me because of Jesus, and then you're trying to get everything from God based on your faithfulness, your goodness, your performance. This has to be splintered. Like if you've ever watched anybody chopping wood and they put the piece of wood on top of another uh, type of you know stump or wood, and then they take the axe and they split that wood... And they split that wood. So we're here to split again and again and again, right? To to realize I'm not earning anything from God. It's either all already done and in Christ. It's being released inside of me, maybe in a time-released way, as I realize, wow, did you know if you put these numbers together in this particular way, You know, did you know that you begin to go from knowing your math facts to being able to do algebra? And then did you know if you take those same numbers and they begin to be configured in a different way, they could be chemistry and calculus and and, and all manner of things and physics and, and wow, right? So you understand that your education and the knowledge of him uh, is splitting uh, over and over and over again as you realize, oh no, it's already all been done. And it's been within my possession all this time. Yet the ugliness, the freakishness of self continues to vie and compete for the attention, affections, and appetites of the born-again new man. Come over here, separate from Jesus. Come over here. You can do that. And then God will be so pleased, he'll give you a seat at the table. My friends, this is the oldest lie ever, the most ancient of ugliness, the most ancient of depravity. It's just come on over here, separate from Jesus. Now, now be nice to Jesus and, you know, be honorable towards Jesus, but come on over here, separate from him. My friends, all your letters and numbers are in Jesus. All your calculus is in Jesus. Everything you're ever going to need is in Jesus, and he's in you, and you're in him. The issue becomes, shall I remain in him and let it be according to him, as he has uh, written down before the foundations of the world? Will I once again have a fresh move of God that requires fresh loyalty to him? And I pray like me that you are broken, broken when you see what you've settled for in light of the glorious one known as Jesus, who then leads you uh, to the Father. And then you know the Father. And uh, your maturity continues and continues. So when I exited these folks over these last few days, I told them, yes, we are leaving kindergarten. It's been an intense kindergarten. Intense. But you begin to see that Christ is the foundation. He is all in all. You don't add anything to it on your own, uh, and if you do, it's called wood, hay, and stubble, and it all burns. No, my friends, Christ in me and me in him is producing gold and silver and precious stones. He does that. 
you know, that's why I'm a producer of producers. And then one of the first things producers have to know is they can't do anything. As one of my (laughs) folks said yesterday, I've learned I can't do squat, (laughs) which is a high-level theological term we, we use here at Nancy McGrady Ministries, right? I can do nothing. And they said it with delight and joy, with quiet calm. I can do nothing apart from him, and I don't want to. And now the real building begins upon Christ, upon his life within, because in him is everything. So I hope that you will listen in over the next episodes, and and I hope they'll be as fresh to you as possible. That we realize in this day and hour, this time in which we live, my friends, the only life that God is obligated to do anything with is his own life inside of you. That is your inheritance. And if you're in the throes and in the depressions and in the anxieties and the distractions of this age and lamenting over how horrible you are and how, you you know, I'm such a failure, I, I hope eventually... Uh, you break out in a smile as you realize I was never meant to do anything separate from him. Now, before that smile breaks out, I can assure you there's a pain that God means for you to feel, a grief that is so deep, my friends, it will rack you down to your, down to your deepest parts. And it is a gift. It is a gift from the Father that you would have the gift of true repentance, that when you cry out, what have I done? There will be one, one solution to your uh, massive problem known as self. I don't care how it's showing itself, how it's revealing itself. You have one massive solution from the Father, which is to completely fall upon Christ, the foundation. I don't care if you've known him for three days 10 years, 30 years, fall in to him. And let the joy that comes from that depth of repentance come. Because when we see the horrors of our own goodness, the only thing we're left with, my friends, is to come to him. And it is happening in the house of God. The filth and carnage of the goodness of man in the house of God is about to be exposed. And uh, so if this is what's happening to you, welcome to the fresh move of God. He is your letters and numbers, my friends. Learn him all over again for anything that you will ever do will be because of him. Anything. Let us be those who, with Paul, who obviously was at one point very ashamed of the gospel, He came to a point to say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is him, from him, about him. It's going back to him. Therefore, he says, that was Romans 11, 36, I just quoted. Now it rolls right into Romans 12, 1. He says, therefore, present yourself as a living and holy sacrifice. My friends, it is time to go from that intense kindergarten and to go into the depths with him. So let's do it. And uh, let's, let's truly be discipled. These are the houses of fire that I'm about building. This is where he sends me. I don't know how that they'll, I don't know that they'll have big buildings. 
But I do know that the presence of God is coming, and wherever uh, one of these sons can be found, uh, the father can finally have what he desires, which is fully maturing sons in the image and in the person of his glorious son, Jesus Christ. He is all of our letters and numbers and everything that comes out of all of it is him. So there you have it. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.